power in praising God. Dare to do it, brother. Dare to do it, sister. Wonderful. You know, all over the world, men and women are starting to praise God. There's something new happening. Let's enter in, brother, sister. It's real, it's wonderful. Praise the Lord. Brother, you a minute. You. Come on. Enroll your sleeves. Up you, brother. I don't know him, but he's wonderfully saved. He's all right. Bless God. Oh. Come on, let's praise God, brother. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. tell you quite candidly I heard so many conflicting views about Henry's meetings I said to myself my first opportunity I'm along there to see for myself you know there's no doubt, no doubt about it it's something that grows on you it was my first meeting this afternoon I thought what have I let myself in for this afternoon well the blessing of the Lord is coming down certain things that happened this afternoon I thought well I don't know uh, I'll reserve my judgment but when I came into the meeting this evening I felt well I feel as I've been at home here for years and years and years <laughs> well I've got nothing much else to say I'm very glad I belong to Jesus I'm glad the glory is in my soul and if there are any here who haven't got that glory in your soul you don't know what you're missing Amen. Here's your grand lad, isn't he? He's got it. Bless you. Don Double, come here, lad. Bless you. That's only the second time I've seen him, but give him a clap. Bless you all.
that. I want you to know what we've been singing so you can enjoy it, you see? I don't really enjoy a song by the tune, I want the words. Amen. Praise Amen. The Lord. There's no use dancing off the tune. Get the words in your heart. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. I want the words to real with you, then you can show the Lord. Amen. 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 The words are, if you save and you know it, say Amen. 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 And if you save and you know it, then your life will always show it. Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you save and you know it, say, Amen. 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 <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They 
they were, I was saying so, they knew that I had something deep down in here that they hadn't got. Hallelujah. And I say to testify for Jesus. And I'm sure in these days, Holy Ghost men are needed to go and say so. Let's all go all out to say so. We're the redeemed of the Lord. Let's let the world know what we are. Hallelujah. I remember just outside there a little while ago when Pastor Friday and we were all down here having a wonderful time in the great open air. I always remember that. The redeemed of the Lord were saying so. They were saying so. Yes, sister. They were. Bless the Lord. Let's go out of here determined that we're going to say what we are. And let's echo the words of that chorus. If you're saved and you know it, say amen. If you're saved and you know it, say amen. If you're saved and you know it, then your life will always show it. If you're saved and you know it, say amen. Bless the Lord. You're blessed the Lord, isn't it? No, amen. Bless the Lord. Brother Fred, a quick one for the glory of God. Come on. Bless you. Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's a moment God wonderfully healed and set free. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. God bless you, for. Amen. I'm glad to see my kinfolk from Durham. <laughs> Hallelujah. I feel it all. <laughs> you know, it's the most wonderful thing a man can do. Could get saved. Get saved. I never began to live until Jesus saved me. And I tell you, there was a... There was two sisters and a brother, and when the brother died, and it said Jesus loved them. There was a bit of glory in that home, wasn't there? Then Jesus came along, and the brother died. Remember the story, cut it short. The brother died, and they said, tell me where you've laid him. And said Jesus loved them. And Jesus said, this this event, this miracle, is that there shall be a manifestation of the glory of God. This is the first glory meeting I ever read about. It's really a glory meeting. Tell me where thou hast laid him. And this is a Christian man. He loved Jesus. And Jesus loved him. And he died. And Jesus, tell me, and there he was. And the sisters were sorrowful. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. And he did. And he did. It's good to be obedient to the voice of God, whether you're dead or whether you're alive. Hallelujah. <laughs> that wasn't the beginning of it. <clears throat> and he did come forth. And Jesus said, Loose him. And they loosed him. And he went and they couldn't stop him. And you know what happened? They said, This man, Lazarus, he shouldn't live. That's what the priest there, it wasn't the DC, it wasn't, no, it was the priest that said this. This man shouldn't live. He should die. But he didn't die, he lived on and he went on. Hallelujah. I believe all the priests died before him. <laughs> Hallelujah. I tell you, this is the best and the, and the most <coughs> uh, pleasing and satisfying word that I found. I remember when I went out there to be prayed for the under Downing Kent. It's somewhere about a year ago, and there was only my wife and I, when we came back home, said there's only two glory people in this area. Oh, there's not now. <laughs> Hallelujah! I was troubled with a slip disc, and uh, I was told, and naturally I would never have walked again or worked. <laughs> 
So we got an invitation from a sister in North Fleet to come over to the glory meeting. We'd never been to one before. <laughs> and we came. <laughs> it was a lot to take at once. <laughs> but being in the assemblies of God and having to, you know. <laughs> oh, but however, I said, Lord, I won't judge it. I won't criticize. What's of God I'll take? And what I don't want, I'll just put one side on the plate. To be brief, the second meeting came. My wife said, we'll start in our holidays. We don't have to endure this, do we? Love, I said, really not. So we give it another day. And we went back the second day. First meeting in the afternoon, then the evening meeting came. Brother Henry, if there's anyone who wants to be prayed for, come along to the front. I said, well, Lord, it won't do any harm if I go. It won't do me any harm. So I went. I tell you, I nearly missed it. I nearly, just for a sake of a few minutes, I nearly missed this blessing. And my wife too, and these dear ones here who have caught the fire, they would have missed it. Because we came right back to them and told them. And there it was. I came out. I remember, oh, it was a piece of holy ground that I can see it yet. And the power and the fire of God went right through me. Standing there. Right through me. And I had a steel brace on at the time. I couldn't feel that tightness. I had to have it tight to keep things together. I couldn't feel it. For the fire that was burning so intensely in my whole being. I said, Lord, I'm healed. I'm healed. Then I forget... I felt myself begin to go. The power of God was overwhelming me. And I looked to try and look, and I was, I was seeing glitter-eyed. I couldn't find a chair. <laughs> but by the time I, I saw one, Brother Henry came along after he prayed for this, and he got hold of me. The moment he put his hands upon me, I was in heaven. I was in heaven. I didn't feel anything here. I was in heaven. Oh, and the power of God so filled me. I got a, 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 an extra dose. I got such a feeling, and such a feeling. Then I felt my arms and legs and everything go, and I couldn't stand. I just felt like a rubber man, and I hadn't a scrap of pain, and I'd never been rid of pain for nine and a half years. And that's all over just about 12 months ago, and I've never gone back, and I'm as free. I'll do anything, anything you want me to do. Raise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They tell you, if you do this, it's such a shock, it'll come out. It's never come out yet. When God's done a great, wonderful work in this body, and I am so grateful to him. I am so grateful. And I went home. And I told the assembly, oh, God, how it blessed them. And not only that, it was the glory. It was thrilling up so I thought everybody would drop right into it in the assembly. Then, but they didn't. <laughs> Hallelujah. Afterwards, we were all put out. They were like those priests. 
When we saw Lazarus, old men said he shouldn't live, he should die. That's what they, they, had, a, they had a get together meeting, and they said, This man should die, don't let him live. But hallelujah, we're still living, and we're going to live, and we're spreading it as fast as we can. Wherever, even just recently, there's two towns round about us asked, Can we go for a glory meeting? And Brother Friday, I was going to write that, and he said, I can't come over to Essex. He said, I'm so busy here. So we get in, we've been pushed and stranded on our door. And we're out, we've got a team of 12, and we've got a penis, and we're looking for the dormobile. Hallelujah! <laughs> and we are going to do something for God, for Jesus is coming. If he can bless me so like this, I tell you, he can bless you tonight. There's no need, there's no need, there's no need for the man to go home sick tonight. There's no need for the man to go home safe. There's no man to go out there bound and fastened up. Listen, you can be set free. Come out and you will be set free. That's what God can do. Well, praise the Lord. Shall we all sing, come and dine. Come and feast at Jesus' day, water. Come and
fellas up on the wall winked his eye at me just now. I'm sure the glory's getting round the wall. Some of them look as though they've never had a smile in their lives, some of these old fellas here. I'm sure they've never had a touch of the glory to look like that. And I'm sure they're not used to, to such music and such dancing. But I'm convinced of this, bless the Lord, that this can meet anybody anywhere. Our brother mentioned about those that are dead and those that are alive. Well, old Lazarus, he came forth, didn't he? Well, some of these here, they've had their day. But you haven't had your day. You haven't had your day. These have had their day and they've gone. But this is your day. Oh, my brother, my sister, God is on the move. It's only half of us, but it's all that I, I, I feel the Lord has given me. It's only half of us, but this is what it says. It's in Psalm 78, and the fifth verse, and it says this, speaking of the Lord, for he established, he established a testimony in Jacob. He established a testimony in Jacob. Have you ever thought what that means? Our God is so great and so wonderful, he could establish a testimony of all people in Jacob. It's like saying of a salesman, he's such a good salesman, he could sell ice cream at the North Pole or fur coats at the equator. And if a man could sell fur coats at the equator, or if he can sell ice cream at the North Pole, he's a good salesman. Amen. Well, if my God... If my God can establish a testimony in Jacob, he can do anything. Yes. Have you heard? Have you heard? Did you know what sort of a fellow Jacob was? Did you know? He was a twister. He was a schemer. He was always planning and scheming and supplanting, you know, the story through and through. But God met that man. God met that man. And he said to him as a prince, thou hast prevailed with God. And your name shall no more be Jacob. It shall be Israel. Israel. God changed his name. God changed his name. And he was a new creation. Bless the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I believe in an impossible gospel. Now, the challenge to me is always where it's impossible. If God can put his flag up at the North Pole, if God can establish a testimony in Jacob, well, then he's my God. And I want to say, if there's one person in this meeting tonight, and as far as you are concerned, you are that impossible person, I tell you, this is your day. You needn't look at these old fellows up on the wall here and think, well, I've had it as much as they've had it. I tell you, the Lord Jesus said to Zacchaeus, this day, this day, this day, salvation come to your house. And have you just thought that salvation was something to save you from hell? Didn't you know? Hasn't anybody told you it's an uttermost salvation? It's an uttermost salvation. Wherefore, God is able to save to the uttermost all those that come to him, by Jesus. Our brother Don Double was telling us he found the sufficiency of the law when a box dropped on his toe. 
Well, amen. Well, it's in the impossible situation, brother. You can have the peace of God where you didn't think you could have it. Bless the Lord. I thought I was going to be here for the afternoon meeting, but I've been on the way from Newmarket since about half past one, struggling under the old car and dirt and grime and struggling with fan belts. But, uh, you know, there's something about this way, so blessed, you cannot push God out of circumstances and say, well, it's lovely to be in a glory meeting. Oh, that I could live in a glory meeting all the time. Well, you can't. How do you You can't. You can. You can, brother. You can, sister. Because to live in a glory meeting, you only need the Lord and you, and you to be right with the Lord, and everything's all right now. Did you think, did you think, did you think for one moment that to be in a glory meeting, you'd got to be in the town hall here, or the Victoria Hall there, or the Guild Hall somewhere else, Thank God for every glory meeting where the glory people meet. But oh, brother, sister, it's bigger than that. It'll work anywhere. It's real. And listen, if it isn't real, I don't want it. I looked at my old tub of a car a few times and I thought, well, it, it keeps working. Well, that's the test. Sometimes it doesn't, but it does. It's the test. You say, brother, Here's a watch. I'm very pleased to give you this watch, but it doesn't work. Well, I don't want it. And if you tell me of anything, whatever it is, if it doesn't work, well, I'm not interested. The test, the whole vital point about this way is it works. It's real. And listen, it will work in impossible situations, and that's the challenge. The bigger the challenge, the more the glory of God's in that situation. Oh, I, I've told this tale often, but I delight to tell it. I once stood in Doncaster Marketplace, and I saw a man there, and he had the strangest collection of things I've ever seen in my life. He opened a great big tin, and he showed the people a, such a collection of corns and carbuncles and, and bunions and so on. He said, look at these. He said, I cured people of corns. And he said, if there's a man or a woman in this audience, now, if you'll take your sock off and take your shoe off, he says, come forward. He says, I'll, I'll remove your cause. I'll cure you now. And he says, listen, the worse it is, the bigger it is, the better I like it. <laughs> ah, something in me thrilled when I heard that. I wasn't interested in the man with his corns, but I could see my Jesus and I could hear him saying, they that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick, and oh, brother, sister, if there's one in this meeting tonight and you've reached wit's end corner, oh, I delight to tell you that my God's permanent address is wit's end corner. He lives there. He lives there. My God's permanent address is wit's end corner. And the place, the place that you've shrunk from and the place that you've been afraid of, and you've said, oh, whatever happens, whatever happens, I don't want to get to its end corner. It's a lovely spot if you did but know it. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Do you think I've not been there? Do you think there aren't people in this meeting who've not been there? I will admit this, though. I've not always been happy to stop there. No. But I tell you this, God's permanent address is its end corner. 
And when you come to the end of yourself, then you begin with God. Oh, this way, my God established a testimony in Jacob. Is there a twister here tonight? Is there a twister, a liar, a schemer, a supplanter? Is there a man or a woman who's missed their way? Is the one and you feel of all impossible people of impossible people, I'm that person? Oh, brother, sister, I delight to tell you that God the Father and Jesus Christ his Son and the blessed Holy Spirit of God are here to wait upon you, to minister to you and to set you free. To set you free. Now, what is it that sets free? Is it creed or dogmas or joining a church? No. The truth sets free the truth. Well, what is the truth? Rules and regulations put down by the Archbishop of Canterbury or the Bishop of London or the Pope of Rome? No. Well, what is truth? Thy word is truth. Thy word is truth. Thy word is truth. Well, what is thy word? In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Look upon Jesus Christ and you see the word manifest in the flesh. Look upon Jesus Christ and you see the truth. And I tell you this, no man begins with truth till he first comes and bends at the foot of the cross. And that's where you start with truth. That's where you start with truth. You don't know the elementary principles of truth till you come to Jesus and bend there. I tell you, it begins there. And the tremendous thing about the truth is that every word of truth that man receives and accepts it as the word of God, it has a power within it to set you free. Is there anybody here in a vicious circle? Do you know what I mean? You've gone round and round and round and round and round and round. And there's been no way out for years. Oh, and there's some, some maybe even in this meeting, and you've been like a wreck on the rocks. And you've hooted and you've blown your hooter, but the tide's gone out and it's left you high and dry. And you've struggled there. There have been times when the tide has come in. Ah, yes, and you missed the tide and you know you've missed it. I know as a boy at Whitley Bay, I used to go down to the little, the little inlet that was near the mouth of the Tyne and I used to stand there and watch. And in the winter when the fogs came, there were Norwegian timber vessels and all kinds of merchant ships used to mistake the inlet that was just by Whitley Bay and Colourcourt as the mouth of the Tyne. And there's many a Norwegian timber vessel come up there thinking it was the mouth of the Tyne and got stranded on the rocks. And as a lad, I used to go down and watch these vessels on the rocks and waiting for the tide to come in. You can't just get off the rocks when you like. Oh no, waiting for the tide to come in. Then the tugboats would come and the tugmasters, I don't know what they charge, perhaps 50 pounds a time. They'd say, oh, do you want a tug? And some men would think, well, I, some captains would think I can get off under my own steam. And they'd try it, and the next tide would come in, and they'd nearly do it, and then the tide would break their back. And all the timber would be lost, and they'd have to take to the boats and get away as quickly as they could, and it was a total wreck. There are some people like that. I tell you, they've gone round and round and round and round in circles. They've missed the way, and they've missed God. And besides that, they've got to a place where they're stranded on the mud banks of indifference, where they've been smitten down and where they're absolutely in helplessness on the rocks. And I tell you this, you can hoot and hoot and use your hooter as much as you like, but God has a time 
Don't tell me that you can trifle with God and just at any moment and any time please yourself. You go out when you like, but you come back when God says. It's God who gives repentance. And you know how repentance comes? It's by the acknowledging of the truth which leads to repentance. Now Esau sought a place of repentance and with all his tears he couldn't find it. So don't think because the tears trickle down your cheeks you've got repentance. Esau wept but couldn't find a place of repentance. Why? Because he wouldn't have the truth. And when you have the truth you take the blame. And as soon as you take the blame there's a power about that truth to set you free. And if there's one in this meeting tonight and you've sat here in this meeting and you've listened oh and you've been aware that there's a freedom and an abandonment in the Holy Ghost among these people, you know deep down in your being that these people have got something. You are convinced of the reality. Though you've tried to push it off, you know that there's something here you haven't got. And I tell you this, this is you tonight. I tell you this, your tides come in tonight. And the Spirit of God has moved up to your heart's door. And as surely as God is in heaven and you are in this meeting tonight, if you'll have the truth and take the blame and cry, Oh, my God, while another's thou art calling, do not pass me by. Listen, he established a testimony in Jacob. In a manner was impossible. And oh, I delight to proclaim and I delight to preach a gospel for impossible people because I was one of them. I was one of them. With God, all things are possible. And some of those things are here this night despise things, foolish things, base things, the things which are not to bring to naught, the things which are. But oh, I tell you, if you only see this one great truth, that with God, with God, all things are possible. And you can be one of those things. You don't like the word things. Up in the north of England, where I come from, when they forget your name, they shout across the street, Hey, and if you've got any dignity and any pride, you just walk on like this. <laughs> but if you're not bothered about names, well, you turn round and you go at the name Thingy. Well, listen, God will have a name for you which will hurt your dignity and hurt your pride, but it'll set you free. There was a Syrophoenician woman that came to Jesus, and Jesus said to her, it's not meat to give the children's bread to dogs. You know what she said? Truth, Lord. She had it. Truth, Lord. Truth, Lord. But she says, even the dogs need to come. And I tell you, the swing doors of God's hotel, which you could have knocked her out, brought her in. Have you ever tried to go opposite way to the swing doors? When they're coming this way, it's no good going that way. The only thing to do with the swing doors is get in the swing. Hallelujah. <laughs> You'll soon be in. You'll soon be in. I tell you this, let God be true, let God be true. If God calls you a worm, let God be true. He said to Jacob, fear not thou worm, Jacob. But I tell you, God calls you a worm, there's blessing in being a worm. You'll find that God has identified himself with a worm, and you say, well, Lord, if I am a worm, I'm you a little worm. Amen. Amen. I, I tell you this, I'd rather be God's worm than the devil's lion. I'd rather be God's worm than the devil's lion. And I tell you, brother, sister, if God comes to you in this meeting and the only thing that he calls you is a worm, well, take it and receive it. A dog, take it and receive it. 
because there's something where if you go with the swing of God's swing doors, you enter into the royal hotel. Go against the swing doors, go against the swing doors, and you find yourself with a smack in the face, and you find yourself sitting in the gutter, and you don't know whether you're coming or going because you've missed the way. And the way's ever so easy. Did somebody tell you that it was hard to be a Christian? Has someone been round your back door saying, Oh, but you know it's hard to follow the Lord. It's hard to be a Christian. Do you know what Jesus says? He says, My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Are you going to let God be true? He says, Take my yoke. Take my yoke. He says, My yoke's easy. Oh, but you say, well, what is it that's hard? I'll tell you what's hard. The word of God declares the way of the transgressor is hard. And I found the way hard when I'm out of the way, not when I'm in it. It's hard when you're out of it. It's hard when you're kicking. I tell you, it's hard when you're kicking. The Lord says to Paul, it's hard for thee to kick against the bricks. And I understand those old plowmen out there in the east, they've got a kind of a goad with knobs on, and if the old oxen didn't shift in the plow, they got a prick. And if they kicked back on the prick, they got it double. Well, it's hard to kick against God, brother. Sister, it's ever so hard to kick against God, but it's so easy if you take the yoke. Go in the swing doors the right way. Not the wrong way, the right way. Swing it. One more word and I'm finished. If someone had told you there's a glory meeting on at Petford. Now, the way to get there is ever so simple. You go up the road and you get a number such and such bus and you get off at such a place, you turn left, you turn right, cross the market and you're there. Or they might say to you, well, um, go this way, that way, so on, wait till you come to the signpost there, and so on. Or they might say, second left, first right, and so on. But now, if a company of people landed at this meeting, and they've got, mind you, I'm not much better than I, but I've been struggling with a fan belt off. I'm all dirty and one thing and another, but never mind. If a company of people landed at this meeting tonight, and they were all up to mud and wet from their knees downwards, and they were cut and bleeding on their faces, and their hair all on end, and their clothes all pulled about. You'd say, well, what's the matter, brother? What's the matter, sister? You look as though you've been dragged through a hedge backwards. And you said, well, we've been coming to the glory meeting. And you say, coming to the glory meeting? Well, which way did you come? <laughs> well, uh, 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 you see, we crossed a couple of fields, we couldn't find a way out, so we climbed over a prickly hawthorn hedge. One or two of us couldn't climb, so we were dragged through backwards. And then we fell in the stream at the other side, and we got all wet and all mud. And then there was a bull in that field, and we had to run for it. And, 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 and we, had, we had a real rough time. And then, because we didn't want to stop to argue with the bull, we had to climb through a barbed wire fence, and it ripped. It ripped my skirt and it ripped his trousers and, and that's why we're in this day. Do you know what you'd say? You'd say, oh, brother, oh, sister, you've missed the way. You've missed the way. It's ever so easy to get to the town hall, Thetford. You don't have to climb through barbed wire and get chased by bulls and wade through ditches and get all cut and bleeding and torn. You've missed the way. And I tell you, brother, sister, I'm settled on one thing. Let God be true. And this glory way is an easy way. And it's only hard when you're out of the way. Now, if there's a Jacob in this meeting, I say to you, brother, sister, my friend, my God established a testimony in Jacob. 
selling ice cream at the North Pole or fur coats at the equator isn't half so wonderful as a God can do with people who are on the scrap heap, people who are in the dustbin and they put themselves there and put the lid off. But with God, all things are possible. Sister, it's been lovely to be with you again, and we have a long way to go. So we have to bring this meeting to a close. Now shall we all stand and sing, God be with you, till we meet again, holding hands as much as we can.
keep them filled with the joy of the Lord and make every one of them shout the blessing wherever they go. We give you all the praise and all the glory for Jesus' sake. Amen and amen. 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 amen.